Hello and welcome to the Women in ERP podcast episode three. I'm Abigail Allman and I'm joined by my co-presenter Steph Bohr. Hi everyone, good to be back episode three. We're surviving, we're getting there. (laughs) (laughs) So Steph, um, firstly I guess how, how, how have you been? How's the last couple of weeks been? I've been good. I had, well, I say I had a week off. I, uh, as you know, there's never enough hours in the day anyway. So I, yeah. I did a, a, sadly I didn't go anywhere, but I also think it was quite nice to catch up with life admin and I've spent a bit of time with my nieces and nephews and I caught up with some friends and yeah, I mean, I could, to be quite honest, it'd be quite nice to be a lady that lunches. Um, yeah. yeah. I'd also, yeah, I think that would wear off after a while as well, but yeah, no, it's, it was nice just to, I guess, have a bit of downtime. What about yourself? Yeah. Uh, yes it's <laughs> good we went away for a week um and then got covid so <laughs> oh, no. so yeah I'm suffering good. at the moment and the you kids still... are all ill yeah isn't it mental that you don't have to isolate anymore sorry just no <laughs> we are we have been for a week oh, no. uh, <laughs> but yeah oh, I know it is taken out. I, yeah the kids have uh got really high temperatures and it's just such a weird thing it's not like anything I've had before I just ache I just ache everywhere and that and that's it I haven't really had like a don't know spit and spit yeah. <laughs> you know the return of the dreaded uh homeschooling then no no in fact that's the thing at that. <laughs> our eldest is the only one that hasn't got it so everyone oh. yeah so I don't know she had a lot of um um, problems when she was younger with her chest and she used to get every virus going so I don't know if that's just built her immunities up so much now that she just hasn't hasn't touched her so oh, that's that's good yeah that, so that means she can go to school anyway right yeah so. that's it <laughs> <laughs> one less to worry about yeah <laughs> okay did you have a good trip away though yeah absolutely beautiful loved it um yeah did us the world of good actually it's good to yeah. just get away I think from from life and I totally agree. Just a change of scenery. That's the one thing, although it was nice that it was nice to stay just off at home. I, it definitely made me realise I need a proper holiday. I need to lie yeah. on the beach somewhere. I know, we started looking. <laughs> I, I think we're going to do Italy. I think. Oh, wow. That'd be good. Yeah. Where are you off? Um, I'm going to Spain in, at Easter. There we go. Well, assuming the world, let's not even go there, but let's assume. No, the world no, we're going to encourage then. airline travel. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine now. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, so today is, uh, hopefully, our launch is on the day, the International Women's Day. Um, and we're celebrating that by we're going to highlight a few sort of key uh, inspirational women. Um, in our industry um and we're just gonna have a little bit of a chat i guess about international women's day so today as we know is a it's a a global day celebrating the social economic and cultural impacts um and achievements of of women and it's also an opportunity to rally for women's equality um steph do you have any thoughts around international women's day well the theme this year is break the bias so um Obviously, that's a deliberate, a deliberate bias or an unconscious bias, which it got me thinking quite a lot in terms of there's so much still kind of uh, out there. You know, you think it's 2022. Like, are we still having to kind of not that, you know, it's so important to have today to just kind of elevate the whole conversation because it does make you realise 
just how unequal it is yeah and that's across that you know obviously it's we're focused on women but that's across the whole kind of diversity inclusion kind of broad spectrum you know even just yesterday we had uh, I was uh, hosting an event and I was the only woman in the room out of 15 (laughs) and you just think whilst I can hold my own and I'm not particularly you know it, it just blows my mind that it's just so unequal still and and that that know. you know that's just at the table but also pay and it, I think there's just this pretty more so now unconscious bias than conscious and and don't get me wrong that will pretty vary across the globe because there's still countries where it, it you know as we know women are kind of treated as a second class citizen which yeah again, it's 2022 like I know what about you what are your thoughts yeah same same I guess um in terms of sort of biases they're everywhere aren't they (laughs) on Mm -hmm. still uh from a day-to-day from telling somebody you know um to you know doll up for a meeting or (laughs) you know things like that really annoy me or um I know simple things but but also there are there there's another side to it as well, I guess, um, in terms of why are we always seen as the ones that have to be at home looking after the kids? And this goes back to our last podcast, actually, um, when we spoke with Em and, and she spoke about how it's always on women to sort the children out and get them ready and so look pretty and all of that. But why why is all. that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it all. Um, you know, yeah. I love having my kids and, uh, you know, the, the family and all that. And, and I, I also love working. Mm-hmm. And it's also nice for my husband to be main parent at times and, and yeah. it, you know, to have that that option. It, I just don't understand why there's still the stigma that, that women yeah. have to be that number one. It is. Yeah. I think it's a general, like, it, you know, you can see it changing across the generations, I think. I mean, and don't get me wrong, there's still a lot of work to do. But, you know, if I think back to my parents, my mom stayed at home, looked after us. My dad went out was the breadwinner and kind of and even now it's still very traditional roles in the kind of family you know mum yeah. dad wouldn't have a clue how to cook like, and there's not <laughs> even a comprehension that he would ever have to do that it, it, you know and then I look at kind of the next generation and actually you know my brother-in-laws are really good with the kids and they love you know they'll let my sisters or well, let them that sounds like an awful way of describing it but kind of my sisters will go away for the weekend and there's there's never even a conversation really about well why are you leaving me all weekend with the kids kind of thing it's just a given that you both need your own time and it's important yeah. that you spend time with the kids as well as having your own time like it, it, yeah it's just it makes me wonder what the next kind of generation in terms of hopefully a lot of that kind of bias or kind of I guess it's it's cultural society expectation more than anything. Yeah, you learn it from a young age. How do we make change? I guess is the is the point. How do we stop it? Um, Do you pull people up every time they make that you know assumption, or do we education is important for sure, but it can't just be at that. Like it needs to be. It kind of sewn into everyday life and and like you say you can pull people up on it but you, you also don't want to be uh, and again this you know as a woman I think you don't want to be seen as this crazy feminist either that's kind of just all know, like this is, you can't win oh, <laughs> this infuriates me because I have found that that is uh, people don't have an opinion of me of that I'm so crazy feminist you know I'm not 
<laughs> you know, I support women wholly. Yeah. And yeah, I guess I'm a feminist in that way, but I'm not out there with my placard no. hating on men. Love men. <laughs> and that's, I think that's the key bit is it's not just, you know, it, it, it's not just a woman it's not just as women that we're here we need to fix this I think it's it's a society as a whole and it's men and women working together to go right actually equality is important diversity is important inclusion is important and kind of you know it 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 needs to be everyone working together and just respecting each other I think that's quite a key bit and I think again it kind of goes back to (laughs) the olden days where it was kind of like yeah you it was just expected that women like you say would stay at home not really have any ambition not have a voice for themselves and I think that's yeah it's crazy it is crazy I mean I I can stay at home and do that and still work you know you can make things work for you um depending on what you want out of life you know I'm quite happy with this right now because it works while the kids are young yeah who knows in you know five years time where I'll be then and maybe that's where businesses have changed as well and become more flexible. So more kind of, you know, like you say, you're able to juggle it a bit better. Whereas before it was like traditional nine to five in the office, you had to like take your half hour at lunchtime. Whereas now, I don't know about you, but for me, I can manage my own diary and kind of do, I mean, don't get me wrong. I say manage my own diary is absolutely mental. <laughs> no, but like I, I am, what I'm saying is I am in control. So if I wanted to, you know, finish or, or take 30 minutes to go and do something for myself in the middle of the day it's not a problem because you just kind of work it out and maybe that's kind of where it's helped to bridge that gap with working mothers for instance where you yes. can have that that kind of best of both worlds what about in terms of pay what can an organization be doing or what should they be doing to to monitor this <laughs> This really winds me up. <laughs> the buzzword. <laughs> Only because I like, uh, you know, I, speaking from personal experience, I found out, and, and not recently, but this was kind of a previous place. For I was doing exactly the same job as a male counterpart. I would say I would argue outperforming them, but yeah, I was paid forty percent less. Forty mm. percent, and you just think that is that. That's just not even unacceptable. That's just. And actually, it it made me sever my ties because I was just a bit like, you don't actually respect me. You're taking advantage. And I think as women, we're not very good at speaking up for ourselves or just knowing our worth. I know that sounds awful, but yeah, no, just right. we. It, um, it's funny now when it comes to pay, I make myself think like a man. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of, well, a man wouldn't think twice about asking for a pay rise or or kind of going well this is what I'm worth whereas I think just as women we naturally are a bit like oh but you've given me a job and I should be thankful for that and yeah and we feel like we have to justify it don't we yeah it's so bizarre I mean in the past I've I've had similar things I've you know and I've had um I had somebody employed over me um that was paid far far more than I had that was just he was awful. <laughs> but it was a man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's. I actually say, as, as businesses, what can businesses do? I guess. Obviously, there's an onus to if you're over a certain size to do the gender pay gap report. So mm-hmm. I forget off the top of my head. I should know this. But actually, interesting. I was talking to someone the other day, and I hadn't realised, and I was actually appalled that the government changed the rules during COVID that 
businesses no longer had to kind of offer up a gender pay gap during COVID, which I found like I never knew that. I was like, how did that kind I of go under the radar? Either. Yeah, I was um, quite shocked Ooh. about that. I just think it's things like that that don't actually help. Um, and there's some businesses, like my sister works actually for PwC, and they are so transparent about it and kind of open. Um, uh, you know, th- there's no way that a woman would necessarily be paid less than a man in that situation yeah. just because of how they operate. And I think it is a cultural, like, uh, it, it's getting the right, the right execs thinking about it because I think quite a few would actually be shocked if they really knew the truth particularly in kind of mid to small size organizations where they're probably just not looking at the detail of, you know, again, is this an unconscious type bias? Um, mm. yeah, it's a fascinating topic. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, hopefully we can uh, make some kind of change to that going forward. And uh, the Absolutely. more awareness that we create, the, the more steps we can make. Yeah, it's true. I was looking at um, kind of just stats, which is just generally women, at board level and shockingly and this is from a Deloitte report um overall women hold only 12 percent of seats on boards worldwide with only four percent of those were actually chairing the board that's it's it's It's, shocking isn't it it is shocking it's the people out there you know what annoys me though as women we have such innate abilities to multitask we are emotionally intelligent beings Mm -hmm. um actually very very good in business um and for that figure to be so low that's just absolutely yeah. ridiculous I actually argue that most women are so busy that we don't have time for any bullshit <laughs> so we don't have time time to waste like wow like it's, yeah. if it's in the diary it gets done it's not a case of well I'll do that and I get frustrated with people around me where I'm like come on like because yeah. I think it's that classic of um yeah I just think particularly uh, you know as a working mother like you've got so many plates that you're spinning you just don't have time to waste on the wrong stuff so therefore you're actually pretty more productive more efficient and um yeah they get pretty getting the most more out of you than they do other people that are just kind of moseying along yeah that's it um, crazy isn't it it is mad so I guess um to counteract that then let's let's highlight some of the inspirational female leaders that that we would recommend people follow on on LinkedIn or or Twitter I don't actually use Twitter myself so I don't know anybody's handles but (laughs) I know all of these people are on LinkedIn so um I'll start with a couple and I'm going to pull from um from your organization actually okay uh, IFS so Sarah Nicastro yeah she um is vp of customer advocacy i believe and she runs the yeah. future of field service podcast yeah absolutely trailblazing in terms yeah. of field service and and that podcast is just flying in it's fact, great uh, it's plug, really she's good coming on tour <laughs> she's coming to europe on tour but yeah, yeah no yeah she's really inspirational and absolutely everyone should follow sarah for sure yeah some of the guests are really um really interested as well yeah so, yeah and it's not just uh, you know it's not just our customers she goes across the board which i think is what makes it unique is it's an industry you know she's looking at the industry she's not focused on certain vendors or whatever she yeah she just yeah she's great yeah she's cool um and caroline russo as well vp of marketing um yeah. she's lovely caroline everyone she should is. follow her yeah <laughs> 
Go on, you can give it a couple now. Well, I was going to add, well, for following on uh, from ones close to me or closer, um, uh, there's Jacqueline de Rojas, who is uh, one of our board members at OFS, but she's also, um, she runs Tech UK. So again, everyone should uh, follow Jacqueline. She's also uh, on the board of Right Move. So yeah, uh, yeah she's got a, re- and she's got a fascinating background, honestly. Definitely a plug there. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Okay, and uh, uh, for info, uh, I'd go with Anwen Robinson. She's the SVP for UK and Ireland. Yeah, that's um, great. Yeah, trailblazing. And Shannon Forsyth as well. So she's the VP of Global Global Ecosystems. So these are women that are, you know, they, they're at the top of their top game. Of the game. Yeah. yeah, and they're doing great things, just, you know, inspiring the next generation in terms of like, the, the Prince's Trust and raising money for... Um, you know, no doubt other uh, upcoming, yes. upcoming businesses. Um, did you, did you, know, you see no their gym for? Yeah, gym <laughs> I thought that was great. And, yeah, absolutely agree. Yeah, cool. Um, any others from you? Um, we've got Gemma Copeland at Boomi, who we're mm-hmm. hoping will be a guest soon. So uh, keep your eyes out for that one. Well, eyes or ears? Probably ears. Both. I guess you yeah, can both. watch us on, on video as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have uh, i'd also suggest uh following actually uh, karen boswell uh from Baxi, who um we work quite closely with with um her team and yeah she's she's fascinating as well to follow so i definitely recommend karen brilliant in terms of following. um i'd also uh, i don't want to make this all about ifs but kathy hall um yeah, who's the svp of uh customer experience for us again kathy is phenomenal um so she's previously you know been ceo md all around the customer kind of experience yeah. um area but yeah kathy is a great one um she's a fellow northerner as well isn't she Kathy? she is it's a fellow nice Northern. Oh. oh my watch is just talking to me <laughs> i don't know if you heard that <laughs> it's kathy <laughs> did you hear what it said it's nice to be appreciated appreciate. <laughs> there we go we appreciate all these wonderful women. We do. Uh, a couple of others from me. There's Hodo Mansar. Um, she's head of BPI at SAP. Uh, she's got a big following. Um, she's also Forbes top Middle East power businesswoman. She's been that for the past three years. Wow. So she's quite yeah. powerful. Uh, Ranjini Sharma as well, who's at MD. Um, yeah. In terms of sort of a female C- CIO um, that I follow that I find is quite a trailblazer also is Louise Bunting from Yonder. Yeah, um, she's been up for a few awards over the years. Yep. Uh, women in tech. I would also add to that um, Ida Murphy or Ida Murphy. Sorry, <laughs> getting her name wrong. That's not very good. Uh, from IPR Plastics, another uh, trailblazing uh, CIO as well. She's great. Um, well, check her out. Checking her out, and then just more generally in terms of tech. I, I don't know if you've ever read uh, um, Lean In. With Cheryl, yeah. Cheryl Sandberg. She's the COO of, I guess, what is Meta now, so Facebook. I, I recommend any woman who has aspiration, career aspirations to read that book. It is amazing. Lean in. Really? Lean yeah, in. It's all about women um, work and, and the kind of will to lead and kind of the, again, a lot of the unconscious bias within kind of a lot of the exec level positions and kind of it it's all about kind of building your ladders and it's not um, kind of going, you don't necessarily have to go straight up in terms of what you think a career path is. It's all about kind of having this broad network of, of women leaning in 
hence what it's called lean in and yeah. kind of like um yeah expanding expanding your network and helping each other and, and kind of never turning down an opportunity that that isn't necessarily kind of what you see as your natural progression it's 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 fascinating Gosh, honestly it's like my life at the moment yeah <laughs> well, considering she's worth 1.8 billion now uh, um, I think she's done it well you know, I'll just take the 1.8 million. It doesn't need to be the billion. Fair few <laughs> Chanel bags there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's not only, you know, she's come up through McKinsey and then Google um, and then Facebook Meta, but she's also on the board of like Walt Disney, Women for Women International. Um, wow. Yeah, fasc- fascinating. I, I follow her on, to be honest, most social media. Cheers. We'll put a she's link. Great. We'll put a link yeah. to her book. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. And we'll link everyone as well, as many as we can. Um, a couple from me, just to sort of a final plug um it's Tanya Powell uh, CTO of Coding Black Females okay. um, so that's a new organization supporting uh, black women in coding that's interesting because funny enough I again it sounds like I'm a real geek I was looking at kind of like just generally at statistics and within tech there's only 19% of the workforce that are women and within that only 3% are black Hispanic and 5% oh Asian, which I thought was shocking. It's disgusting. Like, honestly it's disgusting. Shocking. Yeah, yeah, it is. And again, it's like, you know, how... Now, how is that you... is that because they, have, you know, people aren't getting the same opportunities as men at an early age? Is it because yeah. it, of just racism, you know? Yeah. Oh, it, it's that whole diversity and inclusion agenda, isn't it? Like, it's yeah. well, obviously we're very focused on women, particularly International Women's Day, but I think there's absolutely a broader discussion around kind of the subsets of that and how do we help kind of rise or raise kind of the next generation that is more diverse because I 100% wholeheartedly believe the more diverse your team is or your company the more you get like the more successful you are absolutely yeah you know I agree yeah and just one uh, final nod um, to Anna Brailsford, who's the CEO at Code First Girls. Now they offer uh, free coding courses for adult women like us. We can go on oh, really? and can learn how to code. Yes, they do. Uh, they do a lot in support of um, getting women That's into amazing. technology and, and skilling them up. So, yeah, she's cool. Again, I want to try and get her really... on our show, actually. Something. Yeah, that would be really good. That sounds yeah. fascinating because that's, again, a whole kind of, opportunity for women that you know just it, it goes back honestly to being a kid doesn't it in terms of the the kind of stereotypes that are put on children well the girls you know even yeah. so much as computers oh that's that's a boy type thing it's, girls still, play with it's still going on honestly my daughter will come home and say things like that and I'm like no what, yeah. who's you know who's told you that you can play football that's fine yeah, yeah. it is it's crazy isn't it just shows you just how much work there is still left to do but we should also celebrate just how far we've come as well yes yes and we're uh, not having to burn our bras that's always a positive although i'd like to otherwise yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's funny isn't it but yeah Yeah. i mean yeah we we have to salute all the women that have got as, as far as we have come already but there's still more work to do and i think we're absolutely we've got our flag and we're we're on our way yeah, so hashtag break the bias. Um, let us know how you can help to do that, um, male or female. We'd, we'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah, have a, have a great International Women's Day. Thank you for listening. Bye.
Yeah, thanks, everyone. See you next time. Bye.